Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a Tuesday edition of the MSP Initiative Live. We're here, literally live in Washington, D.C. at Battlefront. And uh, yeah, this is three years in the making, this event. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. We have some people pop in, literally right here on the show floor. So uh, you can catch in on the people that you missed because you weren't here because you're on this. So definitely not here, uh, but all good. We're going to go to some quick housekeeping uh, and then we'll get into uh, some of the good stuff. So uh, without further ado, I'm going to share my screen real quick. But if you're listening on the podcast version, no worries. MSPinitiative.com. This session and every other session is available in podcast and video format uh, under the sessions tab and in your favorite podcatcher. We'll be announcing some giveaways shortly between now and the end of the year. So stay tuned. Uh, we have some you know vendors that are trying to hook up you know, the crowd here, the community. So, you know, no purchase necessary. We'll, we'll be announcing those soon. We have three MSP community block parties. One, you missed out, was last night. We literally rented the entire Washington Nationals Major League Baseball Stadium. Uh, it was a great time. We'll be posting photos and videos soon. Unfortunately, because it's an MLB stadium, we have to go through some last approval processes here in order to post those. So stay tuned. We'll be, we'll be posting all those uh, hopefully shortly. So yeah, you missed out on that one, but we got two more coming up. One is the MSP community boat party at the big, big conference in Fort Lauderdale, uh, which is actually next week. So if you actually pull up Taylor business group, big, big uh, Taylor business group is a peer group here uh, in the U S uh, and Canada. So if you haven't heard of big, big, it's open to all MSPs uh, or just in Florida, if you want to hang out at the beach, uh, we will be at the diplomat beach resort. We'll be doing a, uh, a mega yacht cruise down the intercoastal uh, this upcoming Wednesday. Uh, so that's the next one that's coming up. Uh, we also have uh, one in Orlando uh, on November 9th at Icon Park on International Drive. Uh, we already told you guys earlier that we're literally flying in the All-American Rejects for a private concert uh, at Icon Park. We're taking over half the Icon Park kind of complex and doing an outdoor uh, block party. So definitely want to make sure to get to that one because that's going to be, I think, channel history making. Lastly, we have Channel Strong Tour. Um, we have three of them left. Uh, so if you uh, are in uh, Denver, Tulsa, Topeka, St. Louis, that's uh, end of September, end of you know this month. And then there's Vegas, Phoenix, uh, Temecula, Irvine. That's going to be you know, late October. And then Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, Orlando, Atlanta, at the very end of November, going into the first couple of days of December, I promise I will not stop you from shopping for your Christmas gifts. Uh, the last thing that I want to throw out there, just giving our guys a plug. They were on here a few weeks ago. TechCon Unplugged uh, in Chicago. It's this upcoming weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So uh, my good friend Paco uh, and, a, and a good group of people out there putting on a nice little event in Chicago. So Ken Patterson, you know, we love him. Pop in. We're going to have a bunch of people Get here popping in. Are you ready for Oh, yeah. We're all ready. Right, JB, come on in. Say hello. All right. All right. I'm going to stop sharing. Here we go. Here's our first guest. What's going on, guys? <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey. Want to introduce yourself to the crowd? Um, Absolutely. So, JB, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm Justin Bradley. I'm from the Proof Point Essentials team. and uh, work uh, closely with my friends over at the, the Pax 8 booth. Um, so, it's been... Uh, a heck of a good time hanging out over over there over these last few days. Uh, we're all starting to lose our voices. We're getting to that point in the uh, the conference, uh, but it's been a blast. Awesome. So you know we're gonna see proof point here. You now at a let you know some of these events between now and the end of the year, right? Uh, that's that's the, that's the plan, man. Okay. We need to get out there. All right. So check out proof point. If you're not you know you don't have a securities platform for your email, right? Email security, and like yeah. link checking and all the stuff that comes along with all the problems with you know email proof point pretty good platform they have an msp program absolutely. so that way you know you're not buying something you know square peg round hole right absolutely how do they find you online just uh there. yeah you can just link in uh i'm i'm all over the place all right justin bradley at proof point here he is <laughs> can't miss him thanks man all right cheers appreciate you okay we got more we got more all right oh, e. all right here comes et oh you can't miss this guy you know probably one of the best promos in the business is you're giving out white glasses, white glasses white I mean, glasses. that's that's your that's your signature look. <laughs> How's everything going over there at Scalepad, Torres? Everything's great. Everything. Uh, I, I couldn't be happier. But uh, business is is fantastic. The technology is getting better and better. And 
coming out with a brand new release, uh, an update in one month to the day. Uh, October 12th uh, is uh, our Harmony release, which is uh, all of us, has all of us really excited. Awesome. So where can people sign up to get any information about ScalePad? Uh, scalepad.com uh, forward slash events. That will be uh, for anything that we're at. And sign up for our, our Harmony launch. And what, if and, they, then, and what if they want white glasses? Email me, et at scalepad.com. Dude, this is like the fashion guy. He's setting, <laughs> setting the table for everyone. I'm just saying. Hey, I want to be him for Halloween. <laughs> you want some glasses? I'll run them yeah, over here. Bring them over. <laughs> bring them over. Thanks. All right. Lots of lots of characters here here at uh, Datacon. Let me bring our, our favorite super. Here we go. Here we go. This is what I'm wearing for the rest of the show. What do you think? <laughs> there we go. I think you wear them better, but I'm going to rock them. All right. Hi, Good friend over here, Eric Torres. Let's bring on our favorite legal guru extraordinaire. We love hearing him. And he, yeah, that's you. He came, he came out to Washington State. He decided to get out of the warmth there in, in Florida. Yep. And, to and the warmth he, of Washington. To the warmth. I don't know about that, but it's not bad, actually. No, it's, not bad. it's actually seasonally good. Yeah. So nice to have Brad in person because, you know, he's a hard person. To like lock down, he's moving all over the place. I'm you're, everywhere. Yeah, you, you did all these ASCII events. But you wherever did. you are, George, I will be there. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> this has been a great event, though. No, really, they did a great job here. Um, fantastic. The setting was great. Right. Form was great. I, I mean, three years in the making. I think everybody had like a little bit of like, you know, looking forward to how what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. I think probably the biggest thing at the event, Brad, uh, I don't know if you caught the. You know, the key, you know, kind of the CEO, Fred keynote, right? Yep, on, on, hey, you know, this is where we were before Datto. This is where we're going after Datto. And like what the future is. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, I mean, I think, you know, I think a lot of people came to DattoCon, like, to decide do I stick around or, you know, do I make a change? Yeah. And they really wanted to hear from, like, you know, the horse's mouth. And, um, it's all about the like. Can they deliver now? Right. Right. We heard a story, but like we need to see. Well, if I think, it happens. yeah, but I think he did a nice job. I think that you're right. There was a lot of pressure on him because you had uh, some people that just simply said trusted the merger that we're going to exit and so on. So there was pressure on him to not only try to keep people, but maybe bring others back and so forth and, and change the tide. And I think the way he described it. Is being transformative was exactly on target. So yeah, yeah, I think I think the future bodes well. There was one, there was one thing that I really keyed on, and obviously they talked about how they handle support and development and how things you know happen moving forward. One thing I really keyed in on, Brad, was they said that it cost them twenty million dollars to maintain all of the multiple platforms in the same category, right? Right. So you know, so let's say you have multiple RMMs, multiple PSAs, multiple things, right? So they said if they collapse those platforms, they would lose $500 million a year. And so their math was. So you're saying his math was off? Well, I'm saying that he thinks that it's affordable or the way that they're saying it's affordable to maintain these multiple platforms and continue you know, progressing them rather than saying, nope, you got to move to one and we're going to collapse the other. Right. So we'll and you're challenging that. Um, you're doubting that. Yeah, I don't know. We'll I'll see. see. I'll see. But all in all, I mean, you know, we'll see what the future holds. But like I said, I think it was a really good start, and it was exactly what they needed to do. So yeah. Good. Well, don't worry. We're gonna hear from more, Brad. Thanks for having right. on, brother. Appreciate you. Look at this. This is like the parade here. This is like the parade here. We have Tony okay, here guys. from Nerdio. All right, for all of our friends at Nerdio, uh, or doing any Azure, um, you know, virtual machines, Azure virtual desktop. Uh, I know there's, you know, always constantly moving things. I mean, I think you guys also announced and we're getting ready, you know, to, to get excited about NerdioCon 2023. Cancun, Mexico. I mean, I think all the, I think all the, yeah, I think all the restrictions are now it's a little bit easier to get around, right? We don't have to go through all the crazy jumping around with testing or whatever. I might sign up for that. I've never been to Cancun. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, hey. I'm gonna call him. He's gonna hook me up. I'm gonna bring my glasses. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get the hookup. So, um, what's new happening in Nerdio Land? I know you guys have done a lot of boot camps and you know training sessions and sales stuff this year. So you guys have literally been spread out, like both here and across the ocean too. Yeah, we, uh, 
we announced at the beginning of the year our sales takeoff that we're going to do over 300 events this year alone. And for those who are counting and doing the math, that's more than one event a day. So uh, we're out there and we're just surpassed the 300 mark uh, recently. Wow. Um, so we're, we're awesome. out there kind of on the road, training how to sell Azure. Um, a lot of people have reservations about something that's just expensive. I don't know how to fund um, economics. So we think that that's probably the number one reason why people don't go to Azure not because we all know we got to be in Azure. It's amazing that people are literally calling MSBs now saying, hey, I want just, to be in just Azure. move me in Azure yeah. and then like get rid of this computer. That's actually how I landed it for you. I worked at one of my clients in 2017. Hey, I went out golfing with some of my friends and told me I got to be in Azure or I'm crazy. Like, and he came to me and I gave him a server renewal for hardware and you guys go, I don't want this. I want to be in Azure. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't want to do I mean, it could be the small guys, could be the big guys. You should check out their platform. To be honest with you, I actually went through it myself. I was helping out a family friend. I was just straight taking off to see, you know, what was going on. I mean, it really cuts the thing down like, like eighty percent almost. Yeah. It's still not magically easy, right? Like, it's true. There is a little over a learning curve. Learn it. Yeah, but I mean, once you're in it, yeah, I mean, the wheel does spin. It's actually pretty neat. Check it out, nerdio.com. Get nerdio. Get nerdio.com. Well, now we know right, what guys. we have to do. Go yeah. get it. Tony, yeah. appreciate yeah, you, buddy. Yeah. All right. I think everybody might know this guy. Oh, yeah? Oh, come on. I mean, he's just What's like, up? What's up? He's a, he's on TV. He's on commercials. He's on social media. He <laughs> can't billboard. miss it. That's it. Called TV. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I'll, I'll sign up for that. How's everything going, man? Awesome. Awesome. Great event. Have a blast last night at the National Stadium. Great party. Block party. There's going to be another one next week. Yeah. Well, we're going to be at the MSP community. Boat party. Boat party. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, how often does that happen? I don't I know. I do a lot of events. It's been years. Yeah. He years. does a lot. Jimmy's been around the block. Yeah. And he, there's not many boats. There's not been many boats. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening over at Quick Pass? You know, at Quick Pass, our team's growing. Our product's been uh, improving a lot. We just released a collectivized control creation where you can check credentials, like flu, voodoo, for our password manager. Right into uh, stackwise control. Um, we just released an auto task integration as well, where now all the same functionality that you could do already in the quick fast dashboard, you do it in quick management, or you can now do in auto task. It's coming out in two weeks. We have it in QA. Uh, we can get you signed up as a beta tester, current partner, and um, using auto task, you can go get feedback to the product team before they do the final release. Dude, that's exciting. Very Connectwise control is like, Pretty much like the standard for remote access now. Yeah, that's what I've I seen. mean. I use it. Yeah, I love it. Um, I I think you know you've also you know we just yeah you know, for people who didn't catch the last one you moved into a new role over at Quick. Yeah, so um, I'm now vice president of revenue at us. Uh, so I run all the sales and marketing. Uh, really for me, it's an opportunity to better share partners. You know, like everything's partner first. Uh, me and everything I do is always about the partners, always about the MSP. So I hope that, you know, this change internally at our org, you know, shows the community at least like what we're about. We're not bringing in some, you know, salesperson who doesn't understand MSPs to try to turn up the knobs and get people through the doors. Like, well, we know we have to do right by the community with build the integrations that matter. We have to be at the MSP block party. We got to be out of the shows. Gotta build a great products. Partner first. Partner so, so that means probably gonna not be on the road as much. I we'll see. You know, I do have a kid on the way to work. So oh, my first one. I didn't know, dude. Congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you know boy or girl? I'm gonna have a girl. Yep. November fourteenth, my wife is too. So for as a guy that has a one and a three year old, yeah. It's exciting times. Too. Awesome. That's very exciting. So that means that you're probably going to be less on the road for a minute. Yep. It's just how it's got to be. Yep. yep. So, so probably going to have to bring somebody else in to help do some road stuff soon. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. All we'll right. See. No, uh, yeah, we, we do. Our, our team is growing certainly. Um, you know, you might see some announcements in the future, um, but it's just, you know, we got to get out, got to get out and talk to the community. Our partners are here. Our customers are here. So we got to be here. Yeah, plus we got to make up for like the two years of like nothing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you for coming yeah, on, man. Congratulations yeah. again. And the Eagles will win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. You heard it. I'm going to mark it down. All right. Hold Wait, on. I got to answer quick. <laughs>
Vegas. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Why are you laughing? Vegas just moved they the odds. Vegas, Vegas just moved the odds. The Eagles are in fourth most likely team to win the Super Bowl. All right. You have, a, you have another guess. A few more guess. But this guy, Pax A, I think, I, I think we're both familiar with Pax A. I don't know. Come Who's that? Come say hello. Say hello to George. What's going on, man? How you doing, buddy? Good to see you. Good to see Welcome. you. Welcome. So tell us what's happening on Pax A. Oh, man. It, it seems like everything. There, there's a lot going on. You see the global, going global. I mean, things like, you, like, I feel like every 90 days you buy somebody. Uh, it, it feels like that internally a lot. It's every time we're so, talking so, about something. So you got a team in the UK. You got a team in the Nordics. You got a team in Australia and New Zealand, two separate you know teams there. So, like, it's exploding. We know Nick Hetty was at Exchange, CRN yep. Exchange over in Denver not long ago. Yep. I believe he said Pax 8 was north of $900 million in revenue. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's grown quick. It's growing fast. Uh, somewhere north of like twenty-two thousand partners now across the globe, and I mean, no signs of slowing down. So just taking it one day at a time. But excited, very excited. A lot happening. Would love to talk to anybody and everybody that we're not already working. So if anybody's like, so your heavy parts of Microsoft, right? We know that. We, but there's a lot of other stuff yes. that complements that story. Hundred percent. So 100%. I think the cool part about Pax Eight is that. Like you really negotiate like no minimums month to month. You move up, move down. I think like that's the way people want to do business. It, it is. The only time there's a minimum is if it's like vendor implemented, like we all can see, but uh, nobody wants to probably everything goes out. Uh, oh, that, that's the only time you're really going to see it. Uh, but but it's all been, how can we help you guys? What do you guys need? I mean, our, our whole thing is we want to give you, make you guys as possible in all your conversations, make it as easy as possible for you to go out there. Close clients, make money, help you guys grow. I just know somebody that took the Paxi command portal and turned it into like their store. Yeah. It's, yeah. Pretty, it's pretty neat stuff. Yeah. Did you know you can actually put your own stuff in there that you guys don't even have in your category? Yeah. Like, let's say you wanted to sell managed services agreements through the through this store. You can put your own things in there and transact. Yes, yes. So it's pretty neat. It is. We have we don't have a ton of partners doing that yet. I mean, there's still there's a good number, but uh, it's definitely a place that we would love to implement more. So if you got something you want to put in there, please let us know. Let's have that conversation. You should check it out. I really like it. I yeah. just saw it the other day. Wow. I like it. Appreciate you coming on. Man. Always good, man. You got it. Take care, buddy. I mean, this guy wasn't scheduled, but look, how do I say no? I mean, he looks pretty. He looks like he's going to attack me with an axe. I don't even uh, well, let's let's not do that on on prime no, time. Not on <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's hey, my my brother from Pennsylvania. Now he's a little bit further towards like you know the nicer parts of Pennsylvania. You know, with a lot more farm and open land. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to visit him more rather than yes. where I'm from. So when I'm not on boats and ballparks, it happens. So what's happening at Lion Guard? Oh, everything's happening at Lion Guard. Uh, last week we launched our Power BI templates. So actually getting some beautiful looking reports out of LineGuard data that we built, they're ready for you. Just go to talks.lineguard.com and you can download them. Definitely a lot of hype around here. I mean, Power BI, I feel like is very underutilized, free included technology, with right? It, with it being included with majority of your 365 subscriptions, it's a no brainer but what it is, is, you know, they're afraid of it. A lot of MSPs I know, they're afraid of it because it's a default. You have to develop you have to be a program, but you don't. You can get one of those line guard templates, download it, actually reverse engineer it, see how it works, customize it, play with it. It's just a template. So imagine pulling data from multiple places and then being able to create your own visualizations, you know, little widgets and dashboards. It's actually pretty cool. And like literally people don't even realize it's free. It's free. It's like literally just go and sign in and you start working with it. The other big aspect of it is a lot of partners asked over the years, being able to search across multiple point spectrums, Power BI gives you that functionality. So cool, man. So we're going to see you like pretty much on the road for a good part of the rest of the year. I, with next month being Cybersecurity Awareness Month, I think you'll uh, see me out a good bit. Definitely keep up with the videos, keep up, find me out on the road. And in November, this, this main is getting shaved. So make so, sure you donate Cyber Matt Lees. So we talked about this. You've been following the podcast here. So a bunch of guys are going to shave their beards. There's like, I think, 30 people, I think. Something it's like it's that. a good number. 30 20 people. some. So we talked about how they were, their goal is 100,000. I think they're at like 40-ish. I think we're right around 40. And I hear there's a couple of big ones coming in. Okay. So CyberMattLee.com. Check it out. This guy's going to shave their beards at IT Nation. At IT Nation.
I mean, I hope you got a good bar. Uh, all I know is I heard Cynthia Shriner from the Lion Guard try to put in uh, to shave someone. So I'm kind of scared. I hope there's a wave. <laughs> Appreciate you, Scott. Thank you. All right, Here's brother. brother. You got it. <laughs> all right. Got an old friend here from the MSP space and then the stuff going on. So, Paul, this is George. George, this is Paul. Hi, George. Nice to you, brother. Doing good. Hey, sorry. George, what would you see Ringo? Sorry. I, I, got, I got commentary over here. <laughs> Give me a hard time about the Eagles. <laughs> Jesus. So, what's so what's going on? People don't know you. Tell them, tell them what your story is, where you're from. Yeah. Uh, grew up in New York, moved to California, now up in Washington State. Okay, Washington State. You've been around the country. All right. Well, that's interesting. Yes, we have Novasoc here. Okay. Uh, which is a sock as a service platform. All right. Uh, parent company Novacos, we came out of the enterprise energy space. Okay. We've been doing that for 26 years. And uh, we just wanted to come up with an offering with Pax8. Okay. That would uh, really provide value to the uh, MSP and SMP community. Okay. That weren't getting to. I feel like a lot of people think the word sock means too expensive, can't afford it. And, and the reality is that's true. So socks are very expensive. Uh, we operate. We're not five. talking about socks like you put on your feet. Socks. Security uh, operation. I like the socks. <laughs> so uh, the reality is, um, we have five global socks today. Four in the U.S., one in the U.K., one opening in Ireland. It is really expensive to put these together. These socks service our our very large enterprise customers across the globe, heavily regulated. But we're leveraging that sock infrastructure to bring a very cost-effective solution down to the MSP community so that they don't have to go out. I, I almost feel like, and we, we talk a lot about cybersecurity and insurance. And I, I heard at this event that they think that in 24 months, you won't be able to get a cybersecurity insurance policy. I don't know if that was a bold proclamation or if that's going to come true. We'll see. 24 months is that far away. But having a sock vendor who's actually monitoring stuff not just checks like compliance specific stuff, depending on what industry you're in. It actually helps you on that, you know, cybersecurity insurance thing. It's like, it's like you buy a car, right? You have an alarm and you have vehicle GPS tracking, they lower your premium. Right. So like, I think that's you know, like, everybody needs to have something. And I think MSPs struggle because they don't have the in-house education on how to deliver that. Absolutely. It's really expensive and it takes a long time to that, that institutional knowledge around how to operate a sock and really look for you know, the, the malware and stuff on your endpoints. It's complicated stuff. You don't have to build it because we'll, we'll let you leverage the infrastructure that we've been building for a quarter of a century. And you just bring that to your customers. Awesome. So check out novasock.com. Yes. And if you are already involved with anything Pax8, I believe you can get some more information through there. Awesome. Check it out. Novasop.com. And these guys are now, you know, kind of showing up here on the road. Yeah. Appreciate seeing you. Awesome. Thanks for your time. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. This isn't our first conversation. Nah, man. This guy, like, he's my sports brother. That's right. Absolutely, man. Like, like, so I just told Ken after that. You mean Ken who's talking like this right now? Yeah. Yeah. Too much karaoke last night. Yeah, that was crazy. At the ballpark. So, so, so. So Matt Scully's at Red Store, but before getting to Red Store, so uh, we got Keith Nelson on the line. You know, he's maybe Dallas' number one fan. Oh, uh, and Jones. his son, Sean Lardo? Uh, uh, oh, let's let's not get too crazy now. Yeah, okay. So so now we know that I'm going to, you know, he's in my, if I'm immune to him, he's going to be in my ear. So okay. I don't want to get too crazy. But, you know, now that Dak Prescott's out five to eight weeks, yep. six to eight weeks, something like that, I think he messed up his thumb. That means that the now, Giants are going to win the East. No, no, oh. that the Eagles are now in the fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl. Is that right? <laughs> so who do you, who's in front of them? Uh to win the Super Bowl, I would say Tampa in the East on there. Tampa. Uh, I like the Saints. Um, no, nope, not on there. But I would have to go with uh, Green Bay. Is always tough. Not on there. San Francisco. San Francisco. I mean, but who is the number one odds? Probably the Rams. The whole, uh, so the, well, that would be the Bills. Bills. Yeah. Bills Mafia. Yeah. Quick story. I was at Wawa last night after the block party at the stadium. Yep. Couldn't help but, you know, have yep. hometown food there. And, like, we're talking about this with the guy who was making my food. And, like, I was like, so uh, it's a bad time to be a Dallas fan. I'm like, oh, you know, I need a new quarterback. You never know. And, he, like, he's, I was like, I guess the Spurs are going to win, you know, win, go to, the, go to the distance. He's like, Bills Mafia, bro. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's all you needed to hear. I was and, like, 
I was I, like, is there a table I can jump? I was just gonna say I'm surprised somebody to jump off the rafters on the on there, but you know what? I, I love teams like that. I love I love the fact that they've waited so long. Um, it's sort of like the Cubs, right? In you know, 2016. When they won, it was, it was a celebration pretty, for yeah, the ages. It, was, it was a celebration for the sport. Exactly. You know, and you know, the Bills such a storied history. You know, with that, that four-year run down in the early 90s. NFC championship yeah. games all the way to Super Bowl. Yep. So we see you here from Red Store. Red Store. This we is my first thing. We also saw hand hours here. Mike. All right. How's Red Store? Red Store is George came into this 2022, um, using Red Store to North America. And I have to tell you, every month it gets better and better and better. Uh, we have, we're very tapped into the partner community, know what they're looking for. We just feel that there's a lot of archaic solutions that are out there. Our, our, our uh, philosophy is that you've got to work smarter than harder. So what we do is we use AI into our backups for malware detection. Um, we have a partner program that is called All Access. That, I mean, I've been in the channel for seven, eight years. I haven't seen anything like this. Um, once we talk to the MSPs about that, we um, talk to them about the tools that we give them to go out there and sell, sell smarter, sell more efficient. Uh, we are you know, we are really proud to stand in that booth. All right, so let's let's ask a couple quick questions that I know sure. people you know, probably ask you all the time. One, can do I need to buy hardware or can I use my own? Okay. So no, we are a cloud first. Okay. okay. But you can use your hardware. Okay. Point it back, but yes, we are cloud first. You know, let me, let me give you an example. So let's just say I have three and a half terabytes that I need to back up. Okay. You would have to probably get a 10 terabyte box. Now that box, For historical points. That's correct. Yeah. Now you look at the okay, 10 terabyte box, you're only going to be backing up three and a half terabytes. So that's what almost... Uh, but it's it's almost you know seven terabytes that you're not even going to be using. It's true. All right. So our yeah. billing is quite simple. There's no upfront cost. Okay. okay. No implementation. If it can actually go and onboard, it's like sixty seconds. Matter of fact, we just launched our website two days ago. Okay. Just launched it, and you actually can go as a partner, go in there, sign up. It'll take you not even a minute to sign up, start playing with the product. And you can take it from you know, 30 days, we won't go. That's awesome. Yeah. So you only get charged for the production data. The stuff that you are backing up. Correct. So any of the historical and all that stuff, that's not included in the billing. No, it's only what you are backing. That's so that's, that's exciting. It's, it's exciting. Again, it's smarter. Back. I think I used this example when we talked last time. It's like, you know, like when I bought it, when I first got married, it was in 2007. I bought a TV, a 42-inch TV. It was like 2300 bucks. Now you could get that same TV for like 350 bucks, right? Because the demand kept like getting higher and higher and it brought down the cost. It's the same thing with backup, except for backup, the prices haven't gone lower. And so what we're doing is we're coming into this market fresh, looking at it, finding the ways and leverage the ways that we've been successful in Europe, South Africa, and bringing it over to the States. And pricing is exactly what it is. One of the things that we stand so strong. I want to thank you and your friend, Tom. Tom. Taking care of business. Tampa? Yes. Give me Tampa Bay? That, that's the that's, one. That's the one. Okay. <laughs> what, what a story. What a story that guy is. I, they, they did say this is the last season. I, I, I hope so. At this point, it's time to let the other guys. But you know what's going to happen? It's the same thing that's going to happen in, um, in 2002 when Jordan left. The NBA, as great as LeBron and, and, and Kobe is, you can't. They're not going to carry the NBA way to Jordan. Like, you know, they'd have to reinvent the league. They're going to have to reinvent. But the I, I, think, I think Tom and Giselle, I hear there's maybe not some, you know, so they got to fix that. She's on my DMs. <laughs> you better be careful with that, my friend. I know. Thanks, man. My wife's not like <laughs> Not online or anything. Hey, listen. Sure. 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 Yeah. Appreciate you. Oh, dear. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I, mean, I don't know how you're going to follow all that. Patrick here, they got a great company, a great solution. So let's go. Patrick. All right, all right. What's going on, Patrick? Hey, see you so again. this is Patrick Sullivan. You're from SAS Alerts. Alerts, yep. Um, you haven't been following the Newswire. I, I think I mentioned it uh, on the last one. Uh, SAS Alerts just got twenty-two million dollars right. from Inside Partners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, uh, you know, as validation. I think it uh, really shows how hard we've been working and what we've been doing in this space. We're the only real-time SaaS alerting platform out there aimed at MSPs with remediation. 
I feel very strongly that it's table stakes. If you, if you're an MSP listening to this and you have anyone working at home, you absolutely need to cover all those SaaS applications. You don't have eyes in the network anymore. You're not necessarily managing Sally's device from her apartment, you know, in, in Dorchester, you actually have to have eyes on it. We're stopping breaches all the time. So it's, it's really fun to be so, part of this. So, so obviously Office 365, what yep. other stuff are we monitoring? Sure. Uh, a lot of the file share uh, apps. So uh, Dropbox, uh, Salesforce, you know, all the suite of tools within Microsoft. Uh, and we've actually pivoted a little bit to help MSPs with their monitoring. So IT Glue, Ninja One, ever since the um, SAIA breach, um, our partner advisory council was very adamant that we help protect them. So we came out with protection and real-time remediation and alerting for IT glues in the world. Um, we're rolling out uh, the ConnectWise product. We're doing all of the Kaseya products, you know, data included. And so you'll be able to tell very quickly if someone's logging in where they're not supposed to, if people are downloading uh, information at mass. Uh, we have a really good story. Um, we had an MSP come up to us and they said, you know, we really want to use your product, but we're really scared that, you know, people are, we're going to have bad actors inside you know, our own tenant. And I said, well, I looked at their badge and I said, you know, you're already a partner of ours. And the owner was like, okay, well, I just had one of my lead technicians leave. So we were able to see if that person stole anything on the way out. So it was a really nice. I mean, I, I was actually just talking to an MSP yesterday and that exact thing happened. The unfortunately, and this is bad hygiene. I'm sure Keith Nelson, when I let him talk, will tell you, um, if you don't like shut people's access down after they're no longer, whether it's your customer's employee yep. or your employee, yep. I mean, like you, you leave the front door like wide open for like somebody to do something stupid, right? And yeah. so this guy had an ex-employee go and literally go into this medical system for this uh, and customer start deleting data. Yep. And like, basically it was not a good story. And like, this is the problem. you need to like follow through with that hygiene stuff. Well, and the scariest part about it is your internal staff, they already have the keys to the castle, right? So they can traverse the network and traverse these different systems. And it looks like it's, you know, uh, just business as usual because they already have access. They're supposed to be in there. So if they start doing something nefarious or they decide to go out on their own, we can stop that or at least track it, make sure that you have your own environment protected. You have to protect your own house before you start protecting your customers. And we are, I mean, we just beat the drum that you need real-time monitoring. Every five, six hours doesn't cut it anymore. It needs to be real-time. Well, I mean, MSPs are a target, yep. right? Because Absolutely. they have access to a lot of customers underneath of them. You know, if the bad guy gets access to the MSP systems, yep. then it's like, you know, Pandora a little bit. Yep. So like, when we say real-time, is it, Every half hour? 90 every... seconds. Every 90 seconds. Uh, wow. We're running at the show here at uh, DattoCon. We're doing a 60-day free trial. So if you go to sassless.com and you put in free trial, just mention DattoCon and you're going to get 60 days free. You always get your own MSP environment for free. And our pricing is super simple. It's 80 cents per user. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't get cheaper than that. You can resell this to your end users from 3 to $5 on average. Some people are getting more. Some people are just taking his overhead, but most and our best partners are reselling this and making really good margins. So guys, you're not even at DattoCon, but you're getting the DattoCon. Oh, that's right. Appreciate you. George, on, thanks, man. Appreciate it. You got Thank it. You. All right. Let's bring my, my, this guy I've known for a long time. You know, he's been around. If you haven't, I'm sure you'll know. If you've been at any industry event for any long period of time, you're going to see Mr. Eric Penta. How you doing, Eric? Doing great. How are you, man? Doing all right. How'd you like the uh, stadium party? Like no, the party was great. Great. I mean, you're you're a party party connoisseur. I mean, sort of. Right? I think so. You know, I'll put you up. All right. How socks are? What's going on over there? Things, things are good. I mean, the uh, the security world obviously is uh, overflowing with opportunity. Um, I think that uh, there's still a lot of question around what the right tools are to deploy, and we're going to answer those questions by uh, really digging deep into what the customer profile looks like, find the right tools. So some MSBs obviously have customers that are in compliance regulated pieces and then other MSPs don't. That's right. So like there, it seems like the perspective is there's like a wide gap of I really don't need to care to, I have no choice. I have to do it. That's right. But like, where does that fall from a cost basis? Because I don't care means I'm just not going to spend any money at all. I feel like that's just waiting for the next year to drop. Yeah. And then like the compliance related fields, right? Whether, you know, it's HIPAA or, you know, socks or CMC, there's, there's, huh? almost, there's almost a 
for retirement for any organization that is maintaining some degree of sensitive data is a requirement for them to at least secure it, right? So that could be uh, employee data, right? So if you've got your employee data, you're at minimum your responsibility is to at least secure that data. Right? I agree. But now if you but now if you expand that out into customer related information, right? Whether it's personal identifiable data, credit card data, billing data, financials, all of those things have exposed hey, go to those parties and let them know that, that their stuff got out, that you let it out. So this is actually like the breach of notification laws at the state level. Right. And I think every state has this. Right. And, and if you don't notify, then there's all kinds of other yeah. legal tactics, you know, legal angles that the, 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 you know, the party can take, right? Because your data, their data got out because you let it out. So basically you're saying is there is a, I don't care about it. I mean, you could not care, but I think the person, the person who was affected by it's gonna care, and then they're, they're gonna come ask you questions. And if you weren't doing anything in the first place or you didn't, you failed to notify, then what? Sounds like it's an expensive conversation. Sounds more expensive than just caring about it in the first place. Okay. So what about the people who are like, hey, you know, like, okay, I need to care about security, but all my stuff's distributed. There is no office anymore. So like, I don't have like the firewall and like the computers all in one place, and, you know, that kind of stuff. Like everybody's just here at that account. Right, right. But not being physically in the same office or physically connected, you know, by the wire doesn't mean that it's not a net, right? You could you, you then have a cloud network or, yeah. or all of my users, all of my users go, you know, go through a VPN. Then they have a, a traditional network. They're just not there. But they're still going it back in through the network. Therefore, you still need to monitor that. And then, and then separately, you'd want to monitor the cloud application. That's all you have to alerts here. We've got a great, great offering at what eighty cents. You said. I mean, I mean, that's so, so if we're talking about cost, we're talking about cost. And I, this is something that's not even something that we that we do or sell. But if you're talking about for eighty cents, you now protect that environment. Putting burying your head in the sand and not doing anything is ridiculous. I, I sound, so, these, so, these options are, are now affordable. All like, right. At the end point for two or three bucks, you know, for the, the cloud for 80 cents or what he's, whatever he said. I think, is I think pretty we, affordable. You know, right, we, we, we charge something more like two or three dollars. It's there. So you need to be monitoring your cloud applications. If everyone's in the cloud, monitor the cloud. All right. So, what's your like best advice? If you're an MSP right now, from your perspective, like what's the top one or two things? they really should be doing right now that they may not be doing. Having real conversations with, with clients, like really taking the time to understand what client profile looks like, what they, you know, what they're responsible for, what they care about, and then applying the appropriate fix. So basically catering to the customer, not necessarily. To the to the, yeah, to the customer profile, right? Yeah. So I think, I think, and we, we all want to automate, we all want to streamline. I think it's, you know, it's great to be able to say, all of my customers run the same tool. But all your customers don't have the same risk. That's true. So why, so why, why are we, you know, why are we applying this one tool to 40, 50 different sets? It's an interesting, it's an interesting challenge. And I feel like today, like kind of post pandemic, people have been taking customers that maybe they wouldn't have prior. That's right. And like the profile is super different. That's, 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 so interesting. Eric, where can people find you other than at a channel party? And, or, and your company, where do they find information? Sock Sodder. Uh, I'm Eric, uh, Eric P at Sock Sodder. E Pinto at Sock Sodder. Uh, but you can find me there. You can find me at all the wonderful channels. This guy's fun. I promise. All right, Eric. Appreciate you, buddy. You got it. Come on down. We have our, like, see, well, this is great when we do these at these big conferences because we have people that we don't usually run into no. on the road. Well, we have our friend who has been around the channel for quite some bit, you know, some time. Been in a couple of places, but you're now at Gradient. Right? Gradient is it Gradient MSP? Or Gradient, Gradient? MSP. Okay. So, so Andrea, talk to us about what Gradient story is, because I know there's a lot of like I don't know what they do. Like maybe you can do? help us understand. Yeah. What do we do? Like, I mean, the flamingos we got, yeah. and like they show up everywhere. We love. Them. But like, what does the flamingo do for my customers? <laughs> <laughs> Flamingos are nice, but specifically, gradient episode in November of Okay. We're still a new company founded by the former CEO of uh, Yeah. Colin Knox. Yeah. 
Google your name and channel. Um, what we specifically do and have to do after we have the recipes is a building reconciliation that sits okay. in between all the videos. Another container glass that shows you what your vendors are giving you and make sure that you have all right, so all right, I got 40 vendors. I'm gonna be able to pull all 40 into your tool and it's gonna just do everything in a minute. Like how does it work? It will show you in real time the the uh, usage from your vendors. Okay. And then what's in your case bank. Just in a platform and go through all these vendors. Okay. Match it to what's in your case bank saving In the last year alone, we we won two million dollars if you remember. From MSP. Wait a minute, did you just say $2 billion with a B? $2 billion of unfound revenue. So you're talking about things that MSPs are paying for they weren't charging for? Correct, yeah. $2 billion across how many companies? Uh, so right now we're about uh, 600, or a little over 600. Okay. I, I talked to a company, out of, an MSP out of Colorado, and they said that your Azure billing calculation is the best they've seen. Yeah, so we we really are trying to find revenue, especially in the time that we're in right now. Like everyone is worried about revenue, making sure they're getting paid for what they're being billed for. Um, and well, sure considering the fact that we're eventually in a recession, exactly. I would think, yeah, and like, we're we're recession a lot of people. We've got you know different models. There's a up on there. But you can utilize our platform to dump CSV Interesting. Did you guys just come out with some other stuff too? We did. We did. So we just launched um, a data continuity integration. So you'll be able to, it's a pain point I know for a lot of data websites. I used to work with data, but I got, I got the short end of the stick. You and I probably talked a lot at Datto about billing. Uh, now you can push ECPR uh, information, information into our platform to a PSA. Have that middleware where you can actually see Datto's I canceled or vice versa um, and adjust it properly. Um, and we also launched a new module. So we've got a billing module that again for MSPs to help them for their business. But now we have an alert module. So having vendors integrate. So that way uh, they can create an alert or a ticket within your, your PSA. That's cool. Did I hear something about like a firewall? So we have this uh, series called Fusion Firewall. We're not okay. a, we're not going to be a security company. And that's not where we're going. We have an amazing So he's got this Fusion Firewall series where he talks through all security landscapes and vendors to talk through um, to give information. So we're very focused on security too huge part of our business, like we're, we're pulling in a lot of information and we're stuck to client, we're trying to get client, trying to get all of those parts to make sure that it's just product and good Awesome. So I know there's a lot of talk about security. Not everybody can get a hold of Keith Nelson over there in California is on the show, <laughs> but so people can go and actually like tune into like all the current day security stuff, you know, especially when Matt Lee's on, you know, in Australia for the month, they got to get their information from somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you know, we, everyone's talking about security. So front of like, right? And, and to have individuals in the channel that are so in tune with that, like, you have to keep up with the information. If something happens every day, there's always something happening. It's almost hard to really stay even close up to date with Yeah, it's, it's, it really is. So, so we've got, we have different um, types of vendors. We've got the Fusion Firewall, we've got a Nerdy Ruby series as well, too, where we walk through with some of the vendors we're going to do with us, like the deep dive product. We've set it up. What, what makes developers think kind of stuff? So if somebody goes to Gradient right now, signs up, I think it's a good sign up for free, yeah, right? No you send them uh, Mingle? We were sending out Grady Packs, which okay. were very popular. Amazing, right? Like came back. Yeah, no, you have to come to our booth. Okay. Come to a show, booth, or if you reach out to me directly, I've got a big uh, flamingo float in my booth that I have to do something with, so I can ship to you. Oh, flamingo float. If you have a pool, that would be good. Yeah, right? or just you know, like flamingo. All right. Well, so we're gonna see Grady MSP at 
a bunch of events now between the end of the year. Yeah. So check them out, gradientmsp.com. Yeah, meet Gradient. Ah, meetgradient.com. See, yeah. I got to ask this question. I don't have them all written down. Andrew, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. All right. We got the one, the only, Christopher Marcus from Norwood Security. Oh, North Security. What's going on, Chris? How you doing, George? Oh, you know, like trying to uh, like wake up a little bit. Last night was late. <laughs> you know, like two, three o'clock in the morning, and then, you know, back again at eight. It's a short night. It's a grind, right? <laughs> Or a long night for that matter. <laughs> so we are you know, seeing Nord pop up now in the MSP space. Yes, uh, yes. We had Tyler on a little while ago, kind of explaining, you know, kind of like, hey, it's more than just VPN. So like, why do MSPs look at Nord versus other solutions? Uh, I mean, name recognition alone. So Nord has the foundation of our VPN and we're really utilizing that in our solution called Nord Layer to provide zero trust network access control and dedicated servers and IPs. So in the event that credentials were harvested, someone accidentally gave them away, whatever it is, they're still gonna be protected on that front door because in order to access company applications and company networks, they would have to go through that secure gateway. So if credentials were harvested, they would try to go into the company application or the network, they would get flagged, they would say, hey, you need to go through a company secure gateway in order to access network they would never have. And so you're really stopping those threats from even- uh, that's, way, that's way more than just MFA. This when, is like, I'm not even opening the door at all, even if you have a user MFS. Exactly. It's uh, our motto is basically trust no one, authenticate everybody. I like that. Yeah. I'm sure that's trademark. It is. It's, <laughs> I just made it up right now. So nobody take me. Nobody take me. So um, I know you guys just like kind of started this MSP program recently. Yes. Um, I know that you guys also worked out a program with Faxit. 100%. So tell us how like the whole thing structured a little bit. Yeah. So it's actually great. We just launched with Faxit back in July and we have a promotion going on for not only Nord Layer, which is the zero trust solution that I just mentioned, but also Nord Pass, which is a password ball, amazing UX. Everything is built on a zero knowledge architecture. And so we have NFRs. If you go purchase Pax 8, we have NFRs for Nord Layer and Nord Pax. And then if you get signed up now, everything through October is 100% free. So if you've been thinking of making the change and you just haven't had the time or the bandwidth, get it done now. All of October is pure profit for you MSPs out there for those clients that you're already providing a password manager as ETNA for. So give me a shout. I mean, like, that's just a lot of good stuff that you're not even charging for. Exactly. I mean, the NFR means that they could deploy the entire thing internally and they're not paying for anything. 100%. Do they have to keep a minimum or something? Uh, we'll evaluate. We'd like to see you selling downstream, but as long as you're utilizing the product and you're advocating for Nord, it is what it is. Uh, we'll, we'll help protect you. That's awesome. Yeah. So, like, you've only been in, in Nord for a little while now. Yeah, just uh, I started in mid-July, so not even two months yet. That's awesome. Yes, That's very exciting. Yes. I, hey, I appreciate seeing you. Appreciate you. Where do they find Nord? Where's the MSP program information? Nordsecurity.com. Is there like a special landing page for MSP? Uh, it'll uh, it'll take you there. So okay. it'll bring you to us. Anything that you do, we'll go to Nord Partner or Partners at Nordsec.com. They'll come to me, and we can get things rolling. Awesome. And then also, if they're already working with Pax8, they can just go right into the lab. Exactly. And if you have any questions, the Pax8 cams, the SSCs, they know to rope me in in any situation. So I'm here to help all I can. Appreciate you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Jump it on. You got it. Wow. 48 minutes in and like the room is busy. You know, I'm excited. I know I saw him, you know, uh, last year in Jersey City at um, IT by Designs event, build it. But we are going to hear from Gary V at four o'clock today. Yes. But I mean, I heard from a couple of people that Gary came to the ballpark last night. It's unconfirmed. I mean, I heard it was like, you know, red pants, Adidas, sports jacket. Yes, still unconfirmed. Unconfirmed? Unconfirmed. I'm going to have to go get like security footage or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how we missed this guy. I, I would be willing to bet there's some footage. I don't know if it's going to be him on there, but we did hear it was. Okay. Somebody talked to him. I mean, but like that conversation would validate the story, no? I mean, what if it was just someone effing with him because he thought it was him? Well, anyway, we're going to see the real Gary V. That's right. At four o'clock today on stage. Right. Yeah. I wonder if I can ask some questions from the back of the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably. 
back of the room. Aren't you going to be in the front? I might need to get up front. We'll have to live stream. Are we going to need security to get you out of it? I don't know. Could be interesting. Want to talk to him at this point? Sure. Why not? All right. Alex, coming on live. Oh, yeah. Come on. He just had, he doesn't want to come on. He's scared. Do you want to tell people about your MSP? Come on. That's all right. See, it's just such a, such a learning piece. Hundred percent. So I hear, uh, I hear the karaoke guy got a run for his money last night. Yeah, yeah. He kind of took over that whole section. Huh? I didn't take over. Just kept plugging me in. I uh, just like next up, Kenny he was like, <laughs> I'm like, he just liked you. I think that was what it well, was. I did help him set up. Ah, that's it. I found him all the parts he needed. You know. Okay, parts. He needed an HDMI splitter. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like, I think Radio Shack's out of business. Man. He put me to work. Okay. All right. I appreciate that. Uh, so did you, I talked to Brad a little bit earlier. Did you see, you know, the Fred session on like before, now, after data, what the plan is? Yes. See it? yes. Okay. So, you know, they made a lot of bold predictions and statements and there's a lot of promises, right? About support and development and adding people and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I mentioned earlier, one of the things that really piqued my interest was they said it would cost them a $5 million, $500 million hit to shut products down rather than a $20 million annual cost, to just maintain and continue to, you know, keep these products going. So okay. like to them, even though 20 million is not a small number, it was still an overall scheme, right? He's saying it's really not, you know, out of 500 million, 20 million right. is not a month. So, I, I mean, that's their explanation on, do we keep these products going or do we sunset products and collapse people into, you know, something else, right? So what did you think of that? Do you think that made sense? I mean, kind of. I don't know the numbers for a company. It's, I don't know. I think we're, we're taking, I think they're taking shots at pulling pumpkin. Can you really put a number on it? What I will say is from talking to everybody and being a partial sitter here, uh, the MSPs were. Shockingly, some of them were very shockingly surprised at the amount of. I believe we're under attack. Um, shockingly surprised by the meetings they had with Fred. Apparently, Fred had private meetings with some of the VIP customers just to let them know what's the plan. You know, by the way, what are you doing? A lot of those guys came out saying, I'm actually a little bit optimistic. So there was that side of that last night, especially. Um, they had private sessions. They said that they felt like they were a bit more optimistic. Oh, get over here, Jerry. Very optimistic. No, no, no. You're, we are live. Very optimistic about it. And then, of course, there's the ones that are never going to, you know, oh, it's not going to be They're going to try to steal our customers. So you still have that. But it was it was actually promising to hear some people come out of that and say, we were pretty optimistic. Interesting. But no one wants to listen to me for the rest of this, right? We got Jerry. Good Jerry from ASCII. All right. Come on in, Jerry. Come on down. How you doing, Jerry? Hey, what's going on, George? So uh, the ASCII community has been around for a long, long time. Yeah, 35 plus years, yeah. And, and so uh, I know you guys have a few events left for the end of the year. Yeah, we're going, every, listen, we're going up to your neck of the woods. Yeah. We're going to be in the Jersey, New York area, and that's going to be end of the month in terms of September. And then it leads right into, it rolls into the ASCII Cup events, last event of the year. Just for just celebration of not only the industry, but of all of our great vendor sponsors that are helping us out. So that's going to be in Dallas, first week of October, Thursday, Friday. That's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, if you have, I'm sure you've heard of ASCII, if you've been in the industry for a while. I mean, they've been around for a long, long time. There's also like a discount buying program that's part of how ASCII works, right? Yeah, absolutely. So part of sort of the makeup of our group and our community, not only do members actually share business intelligence back and forth and obviously some subcontract work, uh, across North America, we provide incentives from the vendor community. The incentives are exclusive. So if they can't provide something unique to the group, we have to say pass. Uh, the ones that are involved with us, uh, they're unique deals. So it's just another little benefit for the group. But bottom line, it's more than just uh, obviously those kind of benefits. There is just this structure, this collaboration that happens within the community. And we just announced Rate My Stack, another sort of initiative that's community-based, community-minded where members are actually sharing sort of what their stack is compromised of, and other members can actually rate the stack all in confidence. So people can say, okay, how did the stack configuration work? Because you got that much profitability. I don't understand it. And they can actually talk in confidence. 
people won't know who owns the stack, but they'll get information from the owner of the stack. So that's something we just announced actually at Dotapon. What's that called? Rate my stack. Rate my stack. That's pretty cool. It is. Don't I mean, rate my stack. <laughs> rate my stack. That's awesome. So we can find ASCII at ASCII.com? ASCII.com, yeah. And then there's ASCIIEvents.com? ASCIIEvents.com as well. And next year we got some really cool things happening. We're going to add another keynote. Uh, and we're changing up sort of the dynamic of the event. So there's some big announcements there. Very excited, man. All right, George. Look pleasure. New Jersey, buddy. All right. All right. All right. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna unmute Keith. And we're gonna have to hear about what he thinks about you know all that conversation we had earlier. What's going on, Keith Nelson? Yeah, it's great to see Ken. Haven't seen him for a while. He he is out in full force, I promise you. Well, tell him I said hi. I will. I will pass the message along. So Here's your chance, man. Dak Prescott, in or out? I think they need another core. I think it's time for them to replace a lot of things in Dallas. Okay. Mike uh, I mean, you, you, you might be the number one Dallas fan, so I'm listening intently. All right, so the coach is not going to make it to the end of the year is what you're telling. Neither is it. Or, uh, you look at our game, which wasn't good. I'm not going to try and say we – but Elliott looks strong. And at the beginning, and a runner like Elliot, you got to give him the juice. You got to give him the rocks. He's an Emmett guy. And in the middle of coming out pretty nice at the beginning of the game, our immature offensive coordinator with a coach that has no guidance starts calling Thomas Turtle plays. You're going, you, you remember the like the pass back? You're going like, what, 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 well, but Keith, I, I posted it online. I know you followed me. Uh, I think Dallas was the only NFL team in week one to not score a touchdown. You know, so a good friend of mine, Harry Bellsford, posted last night, look, Seattle scored a TD. And I said, I'm a Dallas fan. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, so, um, oh, boy. They shoot themselves in the foot. You know, when, you're, when your line's a little beaten up, and that's, this is an excuse, you play a little more conservative game. And, and you know, you have two pretty darn good running backs and you just play the old boring Belichick did it a few times. We're just going to run it up your butt. It's not going to be pretty. Um, and that's easier on your offensive line that may not be experienced or, you know, adjusting. Um, wow. I, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing, Keith, I think the Philadelphia fan base were a little surprised when you signed the 40 year old Jason Peters to the uh, Dallas Cowboys to uh, try and help your offensive line situation. So uh, all of that being said. I don't know if that was for playing or maturity. So I'm not going to blast that one as much because, you know, you're looking for some leadership up there. I got you. Uh, so you heard however, all these guys. That is my risk, and I agree with you. Fair enough. So you heard all these guys that we brought on here, Keith. A lot of people are just giving stuff away to MSBs, you know, and it sounds like, you know, there's a lot of cool things out there. I understand Time has a value, and we know that there's a cost to that. But did you, what did you hear from any of these guys that we had on today when I know you came in about halfway? You know, did you hear anything interesting? You know, a lot of it sounds interesting on the surface, and, and that's always the challenge. We had this conversation in a webinar someone asked me on the other day. You know, um, as a vendor, it's, it, it, you have to make your presentation pretty quick because as, as MSPs leave, in fact, it was a nasty thing, um, as we leave those conferences, we get back into business and vetting vendors becomes less of a priority. So, um, you know, it needs to be compelling from, from day one. And, and um, um, some people think the recession is going to hurt our business. I disagree. I think it's time if you have a, a real good offering and you're doing business process engineering and and you're doing all those things to enhance your business. But, you know, there's both ways to think about it. Um, interesting show. Interesting to hear Ken's report about, you know, how does this survive? Big mergers are, and this is not against any other companies, but you're going like, what comes out at the end? Who's the end up CISO? Who's the end up VP of sales? Who's the marketing guy? Who's the face of the company? And as you astutely pointed out, development in competing platforms is not economic. And they're owned by equity. And economics play a big part. So is it 
Kaseya or Dado? Is it Autotask or whatever the VSA or you're going? I wouldn't blame them for consolidating. I'd be that's the secret sauce. Um, and that's they're, say, they're they're singing the opposite tune, Keith. They are. They're they saying are. that it costs them more to consolidate than to just run these platforms and maintain them and continue them on. And yeah, you know, they feel like they're going to lose a lot of clientele if they end up trying to merge people into another platform. I agree with that thinking, but you know. Um, there's some new PSA players that have are coming out with a more modern, up-to-date interface. And the and the stalwarts in the industry, while they're good products, are a little bit behind in their UI. I mean, I think you hear that quite often. And I think there's going to be a movement to compete with the new breed that's coming out there. Um, and it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting. I'll say 2023 and 2024, I think are going to be, you know, uh, you know, you think, Hey, you know, you know, the industry is not going to be as affected by the recession. I don't know. I, I think if there are money people involved, right. Whoever's invested in these companies on both the MSP side and the vendor side, I mean, you know, these guys don't just work in a bubble, right. The, the market does affect how they make decisions. So I think the next 24 months are going to be, uh, I think very pivotal to decide where some of this stuff goes, to be honest. By the way, I think I've told you back when I was younger and not gray and bearded, I was a consultant for a gentleman named Ray Lane, who was you know part of Oracle during the dot-com and the buyout period. I can't tell you the number of times we promised no consolidation and products would stay the same that are no longer in existence. Of course. You look at the software technologies purchased by um, Sun and then to, to Oracle, and then most of that product line is gone. And, it's true. And so sure. intentions are often, the best intentions are often influenced by economics. And, um, you know, we in this IT business are in many ways um, often considered an expense <clears throat> and people that control the money and sell and bring in income squash us all the time. They win, right? You're sitting in front of CFO and they say, hey, I want to put in this neat little network and sales says, I want to bring you in more money. I lose. And so I think with the, you know, the, the, we're definitely in a recession. You can just say, how deep is it? And how much will it hurt? I mean, I don't think there's any real economist that's not playing politics that says we're not in a reception. And so, I mean, it's all now we're down to a time game. I think, I think time time is going to force the agenda, and I don't think it's gonna. I mean, again, I'm guessing here. It's just my own opinion, but I think the next, I think 2023 and 2024, I think yeah, some some stuff's gonna rubber's gonna meet the road, and other stuff isn't. And I think it's uh, I think at the end of that period, we're going to see who what what dust dust settled, what's left uh, for for multiple categories. I think. But hey, and you well, have a, we're, we're, we're still a very divisive political environment. And I'm not trying but, to. And you're going like that has an effect on future confidences. It's true. Uh, you know, if there's a, a, a lame duck president. Um, then agendas change. And you go through a period of two years without much legislative interference or value, depending on how you look at what the legislature does. But we've seen that. We saw that at the you know, end of Trump, the end of Obama. It's not president specific, so I'm not picking on one. But as they become uh, less, when the enemy's on the other side, you're going, now you're just having a, a stalemate. Some people would argue sometimes stalemate is good. Well, you're absolutely right. That does affect the market. There's no question about it. Let's see what things happen. I mean, good news is the gas prices seem to be coming down, which I'm not going to argue. Driving down here in D.C., I preferred it to go down, not up. So thanks for whoever's helping make that go in the right direction. Because uh, And I, I don't see myself driving an electric car anytime soon. So let's hope. Yeah, I'm in California. <laughs> we, we keep hearing that gas prices are going down. But we're really not seeing it. I, I don't know what, but it dropped below $4. Like, and then all of a sudden it's like at like 
460, 470, and it like like it happened over two weeks. It was a pretty noticeable drop. So uh, I paid uh, 565 yesterday. Wow! Holy crap! It's that California pricing key. <laughs> well, we have special blends, you know. But but we, you know what? That you know your car, you don't have to worry about that. But I mean, a lot of people can't are being told not to charge their cars because they have an electric problem right now in California. Yeah. You know, actually, my son has an electric car and solar. And they told him, don't even charge when you have solar. Yeah, you were saying that he has solar in his house so that when he was charging the car, it wasn't coming off the grid. But now you're saying that that doesn't even matter. Yeah. So it's kind of a mixed message on solar in California. By the way, we're also reducing the amount of buyback. You're going like for a state that says we're going to go renewable. We're sure being a little hostile to that industry. Hmm. Hard to figure out. Let's see, let's see how, how things end up at the end of the year. Let's hope that they can start to recharge their cars because that I think people have to get somewhere at some point. So I digress. Um, I hope everybody, I, I, I got Lisa here saying bring a microphone next time. I will. I'll get a microphone, better microphone, Lisa. Uh, but, um, you know, we had a great time here so far in D.C. Um, I know D.C. is probably not the, the top-rated destination for a channel event, but it actually turned out pretty nice. And, uh, yeah, it was nice to see. I said there was 2,700 here. I don't know if that's a real number or not. Uh, but, yeah, there's a good representation of, you know, the industry out here, which is nice. And looking forward to the rest of the year. I think there's a lot of good events coming up. I know that there's, like, a lot in a short period. But uh, we're going to be out there. And hopefully we see you guys in person. I'm sure Keith. Looking forward. I got some more cigars for you. I know that's your jam. So, Perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. To MSBinitiative.com. Catch you guys on Thursday, 1 o'clock Eastern time. Have a good one. See ya.